goodness me. Oh, shit. Hey, guy. Sorry, <sighs> I started a trend. No, it's all right. What is that? Isn't there a scientific reason why when one person yawns, another person yawns too? I feel like there is, but I, yeah, I don't know. And I'm not I know Bill Nye listens to this show, so Bill Nye better call in because he's yeah, the science on, guy. Tell us about it. Yeah, and subscribe while you're at it, buddy, because we need some money. (laughs) Welcome back to the watch list with Patty and Bill. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcast. You can catch up on all of our back episodes by logging on to our website, thewatchlistpod.com. You can also, hint, hint, engage with us on social media at symbol Pirate Alice, at symbol Bill Ivory Larson, at symbol The Watchlist Pod. And if you just happen to listen on Apple, uh, please uh, give us a five star review to appease the algorithm gods. And we thank you. And we thank you for thank listening, you. by the way. Yeah. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Yes, 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 we do. Absolutely. Uh, I reviewed, last week I, I reviewed, oh shit, I can't even remember. I Oh my god, why am I tired, huh? You reviewed last week Yellow Jackets and John Wick Chapter 4. That's right, I did. Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, you did. And I saw John Wick Chapter 4 after our show recording, and I loved it. Because, oh, you know, John Wick. I mean, he's a fucking badass. <clears throat> I just don't know how they keep coming up with movies and a story that's consistently good. Although I think if you actually pay attention to these things, there are plot holes everywhere. But uh, I don't, don't care. You don't care about that with John. You just don't care about that with John Wick. You just don't. No. Because and, and plot holes n- are useless in a John Wick movie. Psh, who cares? Psh. And I'll tell you something. One of the, the, the finale actually takes place. Is it a monastery or a church at the top of a hill? Oh, no. Sorry, it's and a church. It's a church, and there are 220-something stairs. I would never make it. And Right? <laughs> I would look and, at my watch and look at look up and be like, fuck it. I'm where are they here. in the final? In, Oh, is it why France? are you asking me what country it is? I don't know. I think it's France. Well, anyway, this this church is at the top of a hill, and you can get to it by climbing 220-something stairs. And each, you know, along the way, there are different landings on these stairs. And you look at the set piece, and you know John Wick is going to have some difficulty getting up those stairs. Oh, yeah. But the choreography of the fight scene on those stairs is awesome. awesome. And yeah. it's truly a film where you feel like there is danger happening. Oh fuck yeah. Like like, like the yeah. like there like the, he's running on a clock literally in the movie. But his the poster for this movie is absolutely accurate with John Wick's tie being the hourglass. Mm. John Wick 4 is absolutely amazing. I can't wait to see it again. I'm glad you liked it. I love it. All right. So you have three things this week. I do. Yes. 
Sweet. So why don't you lead us off today? Because I've only got two. I think it would be good because, you know, speaking of John Wick, there's a movie on Netflix. It's called Kill Baksoon. It is a Korean crime action movie. <laughs> uh, uh, let me tell you, Baksoon is a single mother assassin for hire. She has a 100% success rate. And she works for this company called MK Entertainment. They organize shows, which are contracts for killing. Uh-huh. And they send their people to the show, to do, to do the show. And when they get there, they're on set to start the show. And it is very John Wickish. And it is so much fun to watch. This woman who does the who Baksoon like just the action and fight scenes are so cool to look at they're just so cool and you know as every assassin kind of thing happens just like with john wick even you know there you get to a job and you're like wait i'm not this this guy's just like this is just a kid i can't kill just some kid so she cancels the contract right there she ends the show so to speak before the show's really over. Mm-hmm. And then she gets in trouble because, you know, she stopped this show. But also, you know, the big boss and at work is doesn't like her. And, 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 yeah, all the wackiness ensues. It is just a fun movie to watch. A very fun action movie. And what's it called? It's called Kill Boxoon. Kill Boxoon. Mm-hmm. Cool. And it's on know, Netflix, you said. How it, long yeah. is it? Oh shit! I don't know. It's only a. It's maybe two hours tops. Okay. Maybe I. I don't even think it's quite. I don't think it's quite that long, even to be honest. Nice. With you. Okay. But it's it's a good. It's a fun. It is fun to watch. It is really a lot of fun to watch. Awesome. Yeah. So the the first thing <clears throat> that I that I was going to review is called Hull Razors. And it's a show that debuted on IFC this past week. Okay. But for some stupid reason, when I was searching for it, Uh I got a show that came up in my shit called Jury Duty. So you didn't watch Hull Racers? No, I did. Oh, okay. But But you also saw Jury Duty. But I also saw this show called Jury Duty. And Jury Duty stars James Marsden. Mm-hmm. And it's a show, it's a reality show where the main guy is selected for jury duty. What he doesn't know is that this is a comedy and the other jurors and the trial are all actors improvising everything that's going on. And I watched this and I thought, okay, I'm going to give this a shot because I like shit like Parks and Recreation and I and I like shit like The Office. Let me give this a shot. And by the way, one of the uh, the garbage dude from Parks and Recreation, he's actually one of the jurors on this show. And James Marsden actually plays a version of himself that's kind of a... Not a stuck-up actor, but one that really wants to get out of jury duty, and he's selected to be an alternate. 
Mm-hmm. So he's got to stick around for the trial and everything instead of being James Marsden, the actor. Okay. <sighs> the premise of the show is solid. And I've got to say, it takes a lot of balls to throw somebody in there to a situation and make them think that something is real. Mm-hmm. But having an obvious celebrity in there, plus a guy that I recognize from Parks and Recreation kind of threw me out of it, I guess. Even though you know the premise of the show is fake. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I watched the first episode, and I did not think it was funny. I recognized Hmm. when it was trying to be humorous, but I didn't think it was all that great. Now, I didn't think the first season of Parks and Recreation was all that great either until it picked up in the second season, and then, boy, it's it's an awesome show. <sighs> so what do I say about jury duty? I would say kind of, sort of, give it a shot. But the reason why it's going to be weird for you to find is because it is on freebie. Amazon Prime Videos oh. Freebie. Okay, so it's got commercials in it and stuff. Y- yeah. Oh, okay. It, it's it's weird. And if you can find it, if you care, give it a shot. I may give it another episode, but I probably won't. Okay. So my next thing is a Korean drama. What? Yeah, no I know. way. Yeah. Fuck. We haven't done one of those in like five <laughs> I minutes. <haven't>. Uh, <laughs> rude, man. Rude. True. Yeah, but still rude. Mm. Although that last one was a movie and not a drama. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. So this one's called Divorce Attorney Shin. <laughs> Uh, Shin Sung Han is a former classical pianist and music professor, and he was doing that in Germany. He had gone to Germany to be the music professor, mm-hmm. and he goes back to Korea and becomes a divorce attorney after he endures this personal tragedy injustice thing, okay. as you do. As you do. Yeah. So this show is kind of, it's got the case of the week kind of formula. But there's an overarching story woven through all the episodes of the why he became the divorce attorney and what's going on in that back that background thing. And there's the clear bad guy, and you know that he's your knight in shining armor. He works from this rundown office with his best friends in tow. His one friend runs the realtor office on the first floor of the building and then he's got his attorney office on the second floor and one of his other friends is like I don't know a law clerk or something in his office yeah he he finds all these people who need like need justice they're the the beaten downtrodden probably gonna lose their case but he's gonna come along and save the day and he plays up the whole disheveled persona of this eccentric weirdo and then when they get to the table for mediation or in the courtroom or whatever, he outsmarts the opponent and wins the case. Because you know that's going to happen. He's the hero. Of course it of is. Of course it is. But even though it's a bit like tearjerker overbearing at times, this is a really fun show. 
the interaction between attorney Shin and his two best friends, that is a lot of fun to watch. These three are goofy hysterical. They like to pick fun at each other and it's so much that is so cool fun all right all right this leads me to a question is Uh this subtitled or dubbed and is the last movie that you reviewed subtitled or dubbed good question killbox soon is in english you can watch it so you could watch it dubbed or subtitled divorce attorney shin is only in korean with subtitles but there is an audio description in korean as well is there really (laughs) there is Nice. So, there you go. I'm looking, I'm actually taking the time on my phone to look up Kill Box Soon. Great. Uh, Divorce Attorney Shin is only subtitled, but it's a lot of fun. Watching the interaction with him and his friends is so hysterical. So, it's kind of a dramedy, but it's, this is a really fun show to watch. And it's, they're releasing episodes, you know, once a week. And I think it's on Saturdays. So you got that long wait between episodes. Right. <laughs> like like we used to do back in the day. But I'm I'm really enjoying it. I'm really having a lot of fun with this show. And I missed my uh... Cho Sang Woo. Because he was so good. And um, there's Stranger and then Stranger 2 is the crime drama. He was the prosecuting attorney in that. Which is just drama. There's no real comedy stuff in that and that also starred uh uh Bay Duna and uh she was the detective she's been in things and I'm sure you've seen her in something and then he was in the Sisyphus the myth which was a time travel thing crazy parallel world timeline stuff that was also a lot of fun to watch so yeah that's Divorce Attorney Shin I highly recommend it it's a lot of fun Okay. The last thing that I have uh-huh. is the aforementioned Hull Razors. Okay, what's this about? All right. So, first of all, Hull Razors is on IFC every week. Okay. But if you want to on demand it, it's fucked up to find. I've got to say. Really? It says you can watch it with an Amazon Prime Video Premium subscription. But I actually had to dig for a few minutes to pull, and I, and I, first of all, using a fucking uh, um, Comcast voice remote and saying Hull Razors. Oh, I God. kept getting Hellraiser. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I got movies with the title Hell in it. And, and then I got, <laughs> it, oh, my God, it, it was pissing me off. So I eventually had to type it. Oh, and it wouldn't let me do it. It said that I had to subscribe to some like premium channel hmm. and and I can't even remember if I fucking did that or not so what I did was I actually went into my Comcast voice remote and I said IFC oh. and then once I got on IFC then I went searching for the show and then once I found the show then I was able to watch it oh that's crazy I say all of that because it was it was was it that worth was all that lot, trouble? It, right. It was a lot of squeeze to get to get a decent amount of juice. It's about it's adapted from an Israeli sitcom called hmm. Little Mom, and it follows the lives of three working class women living in the Yorkshire city of Hull. Self-described oh. actress and chaotic mother Tony, her down-to-earth 
elder sister Paula, and best friend policewoman Rana as they navigate their daily lives, get into shenanigans, and want to go drinking something fierce, right? I liked it. It reminded me of that show that I really, really, really dug called Pivoting that was on Fox that followed these three women as they're, okay. you know, yeah. navigating life and doing all that stuff, but that show mm -hmm. got canceled. Now, Hull Razors, which I liked, is in very fast British. Okay. So if you are not paying attention, you're going to not get about 67.5% of what they're saying because they're actually using the really British vernacular. It's not slow, posh British like on Downton Abbey. No, this is Hull British. Yeah, this is Hull British. <laughs> this is like working class British, yeah. okay. where they talk not only like almost garbly, but but very fast. But it's basically, you know, this one mom wants to go out and party, even though she's got a daughter. Their hot friend is a police person who still likes getting into late night shenanigans and then they have sort of, I think, a sensible best friend. It's basically the same type of show as Pivoting. Did I like it? Yeah, I liked it. I'll give it another couple of episodes, but damn, it's hard to understand. <laughs> I, would have to, I would have to watch a few of these episodes to start to understand how they speak. Yeah, yeah that's one you got you to gotta start binging it so that you get used to the, their speech yeah. enough to where it's just like, okay, I get it, I get it, I pick it up now. Right. So that is Hull Razors, H-U-L-L Razors, on IFC. All right. Nice. Mm-hmm. My final one is a show that just dropped today, all 10 episodes. It's called Beef, and it's on Netflix, and it stars Ali Wong and Steven Yoon. Oh my god! I just heard of this show, and it sounded interesting, and I almost yeah. watched it. Uh, they are—they're two. These are—they're two people involved in a road rage incident that gets fucking out of hand, way out of hand. And I've only watched the first episode, and it's already out of hand. So Stephen Yoon is plays Danny Cho. He is a struggling contractor. He's losing clients. He's sinking in debt, and he's got a freeloader brother living with him. And he's just, like, so downtrodden. And then you've got Ali Wong, who plays Amy Lau Nakai. She owns a small plant-selling business, and she's working on this deal with a huge home improvement store chain, Think Home Depot. Okay. Um, she has her own stressors. She's got her own stuff going on. Her husband, who won't let her vent his her anger, he's always like, think of happy thoughts, calm yourself down, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude. Just validate her feelings, for fuck's sake. Mm. And then she's got this horrible, frustrating mother-in-law who feels that she is not worthy to be married to her son. She's also got a daughter. And just the whole stuff with dealing with other people and work. And she just already is a, a ball of anger, let's just say. So these two have a nearly have an accident in the parking lot of that giant home improvement store. But Amy drives off. Danny is so pissed off at the world and angry and messed up, he starts chasing after her in their cars. She gets away, but not before he memorizes her license plate. 
and he manages to track down where she is and shows up at her house and the wackiness fucking ensues. This is... I can't wait to watch the rest of these episodes. There are 10 total. They're about 30 to 40 minutes long for each one. I've only seen the first one and I'm hooked. I got to get back to it. Wow. I really got to get back to watching this. Okay. There's also points where I'm like, I can't watch because you people, what are you doing? Do you not realize what you're doing? Oh my God. Oh my God. There's those moments that sometimes I can't keep watching because I just, I can't. I get but, so but, okay. like frustrated, like, oh my god, why are you doing that? Yeah. Okay, but without giving too much away, like, for example, mm-hmm. what do oh. they do? Well, the fact that he showed up at her house. Let's start right there. I'm like, what are you gonna do? We, you don't know who is driving that car. You don't know if this is some like giant beast of a man who was driving that car. Or, like, some old granny. So, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, sure, it's a big, beautiful house, but what are you going to do? But he uses his the fact that he's a contractor to, to talk to her and get in the door. Uh, talking about how, I don't know, the roof flashing is missing electronics. I don't know, some weird shit that he made up or something that she knows nothing about. And so she lets him in. And he's looking around and he, he manages to get her to go into the garage to see the car. And he's like, so is your husband home? And is that his usual car? And that kind of stuff. And she's like, no, this is my car. And that's when he realizes she's the one who cut him off. And she's kind of flirting with him, too. Like, oh, my husband's not home. He won't be home for a while now. And I'm like, what? Girl, what? Wow. Yeah. And then, yeah, when he realizes it's her, he runs to the bathroom and he he pees all over the bathroom floor. <laughs> And the rug and everything. I'm like, what did you just do? And then he runs out the door and takes off. And that was the end of the episode. I'm like, what did you just do? Oh, my God. What is this called again? It's called Beef. Because I got a beef with you, man. All right. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, she does some crazy shit, too. But I don't want to get, I don't want to tell you the entire blow by blow of the episode. Yeah. But yeah, they both are fucked up. <laughs> How long is each episode? It says thirty to forty minutes long. There's only oh, ten that's of them. It's not too bad. It's not okay. a bad thing. Yeah, I, I managed to watch. I, I I set. I got one episode in, and then I'm like, okay, I got to keep watching other things. Right. And okay. We were supposed to. We had an assignment from Lana, and I just didn't get that far. Yeah, it's coming. We promise it's coming. Yeah, I promise we're gonna get to it. Yeah, we're we're not ignoring you. I swear. I swear. 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 Um. It is called something Harlem. It is called <laughs> fuck. Godfather of Godfather Harlem. of Harlem. Thank you. So yes, we promise we will get to watching Godfather of Harlem. Yes. I swear to you. Yes. Okay. Uh, so before we wrap up the show, which is actually really really short, and I do want to keep it short this week. Mm-hmm. Star Wars Celebration is going on. Our friend Betsy is at Star Wars Celebration in no, London. No, no, the Star got, Trek Twi'lek? Yes, she got nice. a passport and everything. I'm so excited for her. She's having a blast. Where is it, London? It's in London, yeah. Uh, shout out to Betsy. What's up, Betsy? All right, so here's my thing, though. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I follow Star Wars on the Instagram because, obs, 
Um, but I'm seeing all of this shit drop. There's information about the new Indiana Jones movies, and the poster looks yep. baller. I love the fucking poster. I can't wait to get it. And the trailer looks great. But we're going to put Indiana Jones aside for a minute and just talk Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And David, shout out to David, you're probably going to yell at me. Uh-oh. For what I'm about to say. <sighs> All right? Okay. The panel for announcing all of the projects for Star Wars coming out looked like the fucking Marvel Universe. And they had this one, you know, and they trucked out everybody on stage for all these individual shows and movies and all that. I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) That's a lot of fucking shit to watch. Yeah, yeah. And And I couldn't help but think, okay, I'm barely keeping up with all the Marvel shit. As a matter of fact, I skipped Miss Marvel, and I skipped um, Werewolf by Night. Oh, no, that one. I think yeah. I, I caught a few episodes of Miss Marvel, but I didn't watch that because, to me, all the shows serve as 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 a means to an end. Mm-hmm. And I actually have shout out to Dan, by the way. Hi, Dan. Uh, he is actually watching all of the Marvel movies. He's never seen any of them. So he is watching them in the order of the storyline. Right, okay. Which is great. So he's watching them not in the release date order, but in a different order. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't wait for you to get to this and this and this and this. this." But I'm I'm afraid, and here's where I'm going to run into a thing with David. Uh Uh-oh. That it is just becoming so much. Because already... And did you watch The Mandalorian this past yeah, episode? Yeah, I did. With Jack Black and... Uh, and Lizzo and, and, the and doctor, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, Christopher Yeah, Doc Lloyd. Brown. Doc Brown. Mm-hmm. I just did not like that episode at all. Hmm. And I didn't like that episode at all, not because I dislike Lizzo. I actually like Lizzo's music very much. I like Jack Black. I think he's he rocks. And I love Christopher Lloyd. He will yep. always be Doc Brown. He's always... You know, but damn it. It's like those three people said, can I be in a Star Wars episode? And they're like, sure. It felt like stunt casting. Yes. Oh, my God. And and it had to be in Lizzo's contract that she got to hold Baby Yoda. Oh, it had to be. It had to I be. Would be in, I would be in mine for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I am not throwing shade sure. at her for that or not. Because <laughs> if you had to be on a Star Wars show and you had a scene with Grogu, Fuck yeah. Write it in there that I must hold this because there is then a picture of her in costume on set with Grogu. Exactly. But the episode was pointless, except for the last seven minutes of it or so. You legitimately could have had a quibby episode of fucking Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it felt like... Like, um... They weren't really utilizing the talents of their guest stars uh. at all. So those three characters could have been played by anybody. Yumi and Betsy anybody. could have been all those characters, and it wouldn't have made a damn bit of difference. But I don't need to see School of Rock married to Lizzo to get to Doc Brown to have this sort of little side adventure just to come back to find out where all of these renegade like Mandalorians live. Right. You literally could excise 
that whole 20 minutes or however long it is and be just fine. You're not missing a thing. And it was complete stunt casting. Mm-hmm. And that show has to be above that. Apparently and, not. <laughs> uh, apparently not. Fuck me. And yeah. then, and and this is part of what leads to the frustration. So this, for me, it feels like maybe it's jumping the shark already. Yeah. And I don't want it to. Uh, yeah, me either. It's, it's yeah. good. And there are only two episodes left in this season. Yeah. So you you spent most of one episode not advancing your plot. Not doing anything except doing a little stunt casting. Mm-hmm. And to me, that it, like you said very accurately, it is like jumping the shark. Yeah. But then I look at all this Star Wars shit going on at, at Celebration, and and they quoted somebody like Dave Filani saying, or somebody quoted as Dave Filani was going to do his own movie that brought together certain aspects of the Mandalorian, the Mandoverse. I I just am tired. I am so very tired of having to keep up with so many series and books and comics and movies just to keep going. Because right now, the, the, the last episode of The Mandalorian would have made a lot deeper sense if you had watched things like Bad Batch, Rebels, and Clone Wars, certain aspects of characters and all that. And they are getting so close to, to, to me saying, well, fuck, what am I supposed to pay attention to now? And I don't want to have to do that because I have always said on this show, you need to onboard people. And if they don't understand what they are watching, just jumping into it, you have failed. Yeah. And if if you can't assume that everybody's, all of your fans are watching all of the stuff, especially people who watch the live action, not necessarily going to watch the animated stuff. Right. Like Bad Batch and Clone Wars. And Clone Wars has so much. I mean, that's uh, a long-ass series now. It's a long-ass series. For anybody to go back to the beginning, you know, for anybody new who's never watched Clone Wars, we're not going to know shit. Well, and it's a huge investment of time. Yeah, that's a huge time investment to start all of that, because that goes way back. I ended up, because I wanted to find out more about Bo-Katan... Right. I Googled it to find out which episode she appeared in first of, right. of Clone Wars to just jump straight to that. Yeah. And just watch a few with her, and then I'm like, all right, I can move on now. I got an idea yeah. who she is, and that's all I need to know. Well, and and it looked like one of these series is going to... In- the Ahsoka show is going to introduce Grand, Admir- Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yeah, yeah. Who is a badass character, but from the books. Oh god. And I and isn't he on the animated series too? I don't know. I don't know. I don't watch the animated series. I don't watch right. any of them. So I looked at that and of course my little geek alarm went off like, yay, lots of Star Wars is coming. And, the, and on the positive side, Dave, before you start sending me a gajillion messages, I love you, man. <laughs> but I know you are. But on the positive side, it looks like they are branching out and away from the Skywalker storyline. And they have needed to do that for so, so long. Yeah. Which was the problem with the sequel trilogy. You know, just, ugh. 
it's nice that they are starting to let go because, you know, the universe is a vast place and other stories and shit is going on. Yeah. So I dig that part. But damn it, I have to stay in touch. I have to stay up with the Marvel stuff because the movies are going to start kicking up soon again. And then more series are coming up. And now you're doing exactly the same thing to the Star Wars universe. So to me, Disney is like, well, fuck it. It's working with Marvel. Let's do it to Star Wars. And yeah. I'm tired. I, I, there, you know, I I say this over and over again. I want something new, something I haven't yeah. seen before. I've seen all this Marvel superhero shit. I've seen all this DC superhero shit. I love Star Wars, but I've seen enough Star Wars. And Star Trek, I've seen enough Star Trek now, too. I don't need any more Trek. I, I love these franchises, but... I need a break. Yeah. I need a break so I can enjoy new people, new characters, new stuff, which is right. why I'm getting drawn more and more to the Korean dramas because it's all new to me, new characters, new people. There's sure. even like like just fairy tales and fables and stuff that I've never heard of that they some of these are based on that I this is all new to me. I need to see this. This is really exciting. And then the historical ones. It's all I don't know nothing about Korean history, but I'm learning so much. I know what the Goreo period is now versus the Joseon period. Hey, look at me learning hey. from watching dramas. But you know? and to further that, you're going to start all of these series and movies. And what happens if one of those or two of those become very Mandalorian-like in popularity? Are you then going to further spin off characters from those? And instead of 10 now, you've got 15. And then what if one of those characters spins off something else? Yeah. You know, it seems like it is starting to become a never-ending must-do. Yeah. Yeah. And the more you do that and the more you require somebody to have seen A to get to B to get to C, it becomes the law of diminishing return. It, because yeah. then only the people who have seen A and B can watch C and understand it and know what's going on. Yeah. And it all feels like just a giant cash grab. Ah, right. Which they don't seem to understand that... If you're only then, appe you know, appeasing the people who do follow all this stuff, casual people are going to look at that and go, oh, I've had to watch so much. Now nah, skip this one. And they're going to mm -hmm. end up making less money the further yeah. you go. Yeah. That's my prediction for it. I don't want it to come true. I want, of course, I want Star Wars to always be awesome. But yeah. sometimes you just don't have to do a million things for us to to be to want to be in the Star Wars universe. That's all I'm saying. I'm with you. Totally uh, with you I I just had a frustration with that, and thank you for letting me vent about that. I'm, I'm do I me, agree with you. So everybody listening, here's your homework. Let me know what you think about what I just said. <laughs> And and if if you listen to our show in London, which I know we have a gajillion listeners in London. We sure do. Hit us back on, especially Betsy, <laughs> hit us back on the socials and on the website and let me know, am I off my rocker or am I right? 
are you tired and burnt out of having uh, being required to watch certain things to understand certain things let us know i would love to know your opinion on that just and it's not me being an old man i can keep up with a lot of shit that i watch Hell, I'm three seasons deep into The Mandalorian, even though the shittiest episode ever just aired, and I'm <laughs> yeah. still on board with it. So let me know, and thank you very much. And she's... Sorry. Oh, damn it. I know, I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <sighs> well, that's a way to bookend the show, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Two yawns. <laughs> Oh, it's more like Grand Admiral Yawn. All right, sorry. That was just a Star Wars pen. <laughs> Fucking hell. Anyway, I, I, that's all I got this week. That's all I got, too. Other than a real quick beef with Paramount Plus, when you're trying yeah. to watch a series on Paramount Plus, it doesn't show you which episodes you've already watched. So if it's oh, been a sucks. few weeks and I go back, mm. I have no idea which one is where I left off. And that, that pisses sucks. me off. Oh, wait. And it and, could just be their on. app for my TV, but fuck Paramount Plus, you guys. You need to help me know where I left off. Right. Because that's how we do it whenever we stream something. Did we watch yeah. that episode and they usually see the little bar? Yeah. Or or something to say we've already yeah. seen this. Vicky actually has watched in the top corner. I'm like, oh, okay. I know why you watched that one. Netflix serves it right up for you. Like, here you go. This is where you left off. We're going to start you with the next one. Although... If it's one of the shows where it's like it drops only on Saturday, if you watch Saturday, it doesn't show up in your recently watched list at all until the next episode's available. That's kind of annoying to me, too. Here's mm-hmm. another thing. Speaking of Paramount Plus, the movie 80 for Brady is actually available to stream now if you have Paramount Plus. Oh, okay. And that actually appeals to me. Not because I like Tom Brady and and the fucking New England Patriots. Sorry, shout out to Jen. Uh, But it's nice that movies like Knock at the Cabin with Dave Bautista. I saw that. Don't wait. No, we're going to talk about that next time because that is on my list. I'm writing it down my book so I don't forget it. Okay. Um, But that's on Peacock, so you can watch that. 80 for Brady is on Paramount+. Plus. So... The reason I bring this up and the last thing I will say this week is check out your subscription services because The Woman King ended up on Netflix. Yeah. And like I said, Knock at the Cabin is available to stream now if you already subscribe. 80 for Brady is doing that now. And it's nice to see that certain movies don't have that, that, okay, you can rent it for 20 bucks kind of period. They go straight to... Yeah, hey, we're gonna. St- you can stream this. We're on this thing for free for ever for, for or what? for a couple of days or what what have you. Yeah, right. But just check it out. Check whatever you pay for, and see if there's something that came out recently that you really want to watch. Because next week we're going to be reviewing Knock at the Cabin because I've got to see that movie. Yep. I can't wait. Yep. Um, I I I have this perverse need to watch 80 for Brady but only because I miss fucking football so much (sighs) and it has at least something to do with football and it looks kind of stupid and fun (laughs) I know I'm sorry I I don't know but but you know my meaning anyway I'm just I'm not interested in that one at all sorry I'm just 
okay. All right, everybody. You guys take care. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate your faces and your ears. And we will catch you next time. Okay. All right. Okay, Okay, bye. bye.